Brought to you by Sip for Your Cause. Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofits, a show where we provide best practices for the nonprofit industry to ensure nonprofit organizations are increasing their awareness, funding, sustainability, and ultimately their impact. And again, this is done through interview with international and national thought leaders, guest experts, organizational leaders, as well as philanthropists. So we're excited about the opportunity to continue to come to you. We thank you for accessing us throughout our channels, and we ask that you would also remember to go to our YouTube channel to subscribe. We're at www.youtube.com forward slash bizlinkstv. And again, subscribe to us so that you can stay up to date to all the latest shows. Also, we would like to invite you to, um, if you have a nonprofit that you think uh, would work well in being profiled with us here at Let's Talk Nonprofit, email us at letstalk at bizlinks.tv. Or if you know of a philanthropist or you know of an expert in business that can help a nonprofit with its processes in terms of running those daily operations, again, have them to contact us at letstalk at bizlinks.tv. So today we're excited about having a, a another guest. Uh, this is actually an organizational leader, nonprofit organizational leader that's doing some great things in the community. I mean, really where the rubber meets the road. So we're excited about the opportunity to share this um, great work that's being done. But before we do that, as we always like to do, because we know after you hear the great work, you, you may get the misnomer or the misunderstanding that it takes someone impossible to do that. But we want to share with you that it's none other than Minister Willie Dean. That's our guest today. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We appreciate the opportunity. We're excited to be here and looking forward to spending some time with you today. Thank you. We're glad to have you here. And Mr. Dean, before we go forward and talk about the great work, we really like the audience to always know who we're talking to that okay. we want to just let them know that although you're doing great things, you're in your team, that you are an ordinary person Absolutely. who God is blessing to do some extraordinary things. Absolutely. So would you just share with us who the man is, Mr. Willie Dean? Sure, wonderful. Uh, Willie Dean, I am a product of the inner city of Detroit, Michigan, born and raised here, uh, moved down into Atlanta about 16 years ago. Uh, but the impetus for WDM is a result of a childhood experience that I had growing up in the inner city. Uh, I am reminded of a couple of, of community centers uh, that we had back in the 60s yeah. when I grew up. Uh, we had one in our community where we would go and play basketball yeah. and participate in Boy Scout and Cub yeah. Scout and things like that. Absolutely. And so the whole essence of community has always been a part of my upbringing, you know, the, the whole traditional community center. Uh, and so it's been a, 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 a blessing for us to be able to come back and give something, uh, a, a unique experience that I had as a child. Because in today's uh, uh, environment, as you see, if you look around the landscape across this country, not just here in Metro Atlanta, you don't really see a lot of community right. centers. Those are usually the first things to go. And right. so I, it forces our children out into the streets of the That's community right. to engage in all kinds of, you know, uh, unproductive, you know, behavior and get involved yeah. in things that, you know, would jeopardize their future and their destiny. And so what we have tried to create is a safe haven for young people to come uh, where they can be engaged, where they can be 
uh, uh, made whole, so to speak, where they can feel like that these are uh, uh, individuals who really care about them, want the best for them, uh, and has really uh, provided a safe haven for them to thrive and, and, and be successful in. Very good, very good. Well, again, we're glad to have uh, Minister Willa Dean here with us to share the great work that they're doing, the success that they're having, the challenges and how they overcome those things and the best practices that we can glean from them so that you out there who are also nonprofit leaders can apply those best practices to, again, increase your awareness, your sustainability, your funding, and ultimately your impact. I, I want you to share with us, you know, how did Willie Dean, I, I want to say Willie Dean Ministries, but how, does, how did Willie Dean's Community Center come about? Well, originally, it, it was birthed out of our home. Okay. Uh, in 2007, I actually started the ministry. Uh, and one of our first events was literally a back-to-school uh, cookout giveaway in the front of our home. Okay. Uh, at the time, we were living in a uh, neighborhood similar in terms of demographic as where we are now currently in the Roosevelt Park apartment. We mm -hmm. had a town home we were living in, and we set up shop on the side of our home and we gave away uh, school supplies and, and snacks and hot dogs and things like that. So that was our first uh, initiation. Uh, but it all started with a dream. Okay. It was a dream that both my wife and I shared. Uh, she being from New Orleans and me being from Detroit. Uh, and she had uh, uh, dreams of having her own community center one day and okay. I had dreams of having wow. mine. And, wow. and, and, and the Lord graciously blessed us and connected wow. us, you know, uh, me from the north yeah. and her from the south, you know, you know imagine that. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, you know, being like-minded uh, and having someone who supported the vision, uh, and we started, uh, and it's been a labor of love. And, and, and most recently, we were kind of looking back at the timeline, because I had forgotten about it until she posted some pictures in, 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 in on our webpage that... Uh, we realized that wow where we had really come from because right. some oftentimes you know when you're starting something and you're in it yeah you're in the throes of yeah. it and sometimes it may appear to be overwhelming and you don't really realize how far god yes. brought you from yes and yes. so when we looked back and saw that we were literally standing out with just a banner in an open field without even a physical dwelling for the kids to come to and they lined up and we fed them and, and got their school things and now uh, six, seven, eight years later, we are physically in a location yeah. and the work continues to move forward. Yeah. So we're blessed. WDM Community Center, ladies and gentlemen, and I tell you, again, you hear starting from very humble um, beginnings. I mean, just what they had. You know, nothing special, just what they had. I, I want to, uh, I, first of all, I want you to share the vision okay. and then the mission okay. of WDM okay. Community Center. Well, the, the, the overall vision, again, is to be a place of hope, yeah. is a place of restoration, is a place of empowering, you know, uh, individuals and families who are struggling with the throes of poverty. Yeah. Uh, crime, you know, drugs, to give them those opportunities, those ancillary services that they would otherwise not be able to access, yeah. especially when you're talking about if you had to pay, you know, for these kinds right. of services. Everything we do, uh, we do it uh, free, uh, from the feeding of the kids to them accessing the, you know, the Internet, to yeah. the coming to the after-school program, 
uh, to the various workshops. And so it is a place of hope. It's a place of restoration. And so our mission is to empower the citizens of the Roosevelt Park community and to give them that hope to restoring them, you know, uh, uh, and put that spark back in their mm -hmm. life, you know, because sometimes when you living through day-to-day -day struggles on how to make ends meet, where your next meal going to come mm -hmm. from, how you're going to be able to clothe your children and things of that nature right there, you need someone that can step in and, and, and give you that ray of hope, you know, put that spark in you. And so we, we want to be not the bushel, uh, the light that's up under bush, but we want to be the light that's on a hill. We want to be a place of hope and restoration for them. I, I, I went there and wanted to address the vision and the mission. If you get an opportunity, please take out the opportunity to go to their website. Would you give them that web address? It is willydingministries.org, www.willydingministries.org. And what you'll find when you read the vision and the mission, and I, I'm going to take liberty here, but there's a portion that I pulled out and in the vision it says every person has the resources and opportunity to reach his or her full potential. In other words, now I love the fact and I appreciate when leaders of any organization can do exactly what Minister Dean has done. He just didn't regurgitate word for word what's there, what's written, and what's in your strategic plan, but it's the essence of who he is and so he speaks to the embodiment of what that is and so that's what you heard. But on there it says that their, their vision is to ensure that every person has the resources and opportunity to reach his or her full potential. The reason that stood out for me was basically exactly what you said. First of all, you said that uh, you know, to address those individuals who are struggling with drug addiction, who don't know where their next meal is coming from. And it put me in the mind of a comment that Mark Cuban uh, made. Okay. Mark Cuban was being interviewed on some uh, business platform and he said, he said, if we who are the ones possessing wealth okay. do not do something different to help individuals who feel invisible in this nation. We will have trouble on our hands. In other words, he was saying what you're saying. Mm -hmm. He says, if we don't take time to give and not just to give, but to empower, like what you're saying. You're talking about, yes, you may need to feed them for this day, or you may need to clothe them, or you may need to provide right. some level, but eventually it's to go to get them where they're self. Because Absolutely. I noticed in, in, on there, too, there are many services you provide, and, and we'll get into some of those. But one is about empowering Absolutely. them. But the point I'm making is, is what you've said, and that I think is very much in line with what Mark Cuban said. You're the person out there who may not have access to all the wealth that Mark Cuban does, right. but you're making sure that these individuals in this little sector right. of the right. world right. Is not in, are not invisible. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that really moved me uh, when I first went over there and started doing the work, uh, it, it's kind of heartbreaking in the sense that we can be in a country as wealthy as yeah. we are, and people are struggling to the degree that they are in poverty in the 21st century. Uh, and I don't have any qualms or, or, or issues with my brethren across the water or anything like that. But if you look across any urban landscape in this country, in the inner city, you know, you have people who are struggling to get out of poverty. And here's a phenomenal thing about the, the people that we work with every day. 
It is not. It is exactly what you say. We are there to be a, a lift. Yeah. It is not that they're looking for a handout yeah. necessarily. They're just yeah. looking for a hand up. Yeah. Uh, these are people who are uh, in a whole lot of ways a lot more faithful than those of us who have right. because we know where ours are coming from and, and what they only have is hope and faith. But they do have value. Okay. They do have self-worth. They do have uh, the desire to overcome these obstacles. And I think sometimes we get lost in the maze of thinking that everyone who may be suffering a little bit is by their own choosing. Okay. And that's so far from the truth. Okay. That is so far from the truth. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's an awesome thing to see uh, 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 parents. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, a question one time when someone asked me, well, you know, Minister Dean, how do you guys measure success? I say, well, we may not necessarily be able to measure success in terms of data, et cetera, et cetera. I say, but success for me and my wife is that when that parent come to us and says you know had you guys not been here in the roosevelt park community we don't know where our next yeah. meal would have come from yeah. i don't know how my child would have been able to do their homework yeah. because we don't have access to computer yeah except that's success yes that is not someone actually coming for a handout that is someone saying okay you guys have provided us a resource that had you not been here, otherwise we wouldn't have been able to access it. Yeah. And that's what we're about. We're about providing the necessary resources to help give them a leg up so that they can overcome those barriers. You, you know, along those same lines in your mission, you, you use the phrase preventive social and moral maintenance. And I'm telling you, I... I, I <laughs> those, are, those are fancy words, you know. That. And, and, that's, and that's exactly what lifted from the page for me. I, I love language. I'm a linguist. And I, they just float with me. And then I said, but I've got to ask him. Break it down for us, brother. You know, please, you know, just explain to us what is the essence of because preventive social and moral maintenance. Well, again, for me, that, that, that is, uh, it's not where you start that's important. It's where you finish. Yeah. Uh, and, and we all have self-worth. We all want to be valued. We all want to be treated as human beings despite our condition. Therefore, the grace of God go I. Yeah. yeah. And so when we talk about social and moral maintenance, we're talking about understanding that each individual that you come in contact with in your daily life want to be of value. Yeah. You know, and our job is to instill that into them. Yeah. And one of the things, one of the worst things that you can do to a person that's struggling is to make them aware of their struggle mm -hmm. versus giving them tools and concepts and ideas and methods on how to overcome. Because that, what that does then is says that it makes them look within introspectively and tap into gifts that they have because we all have gifts. And sometimes to use a pastoral slogan, you have to just stir the gift. Yes. And our job, if you can look at WDM community system, uh, center as a big spoon yeah. and we're just stirring up the gifts that's already inside of these people that have been suppressed yeah. and pushed down by the vicissitudes of life and the challenges of life that they have to struggle and face every day. I, I appreciate that. So taking preventive social and moral maintenance translated is what you just heard and I, I appreciate that. I, I respect that and I value. You actually uh, 
tipped into some of the services that you provide and you you talked about that finding the gifts and stirring it up and 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 on your website I think it falls under the category of personal enrichment absolutely so uh, talk a little more specifically about that we heard the stirring of the gifts mm -hmm. so how do you go about helping somebody to identify there's something inside well one of the ways you do that is you have to get them to change their paradigm okay and, and, and that's always a struggle because when, when a person has been not only uh, uh, socially been beaten down and told you were, you're non-productive yeah. and you're not going to be successful, you have to get them to change their paradigm. Yeah. As I said a few moments ago, that each of us have different gifts, unique gifts that's only unique to you. Yeah. That, that I can't duplicate and no one else can duplicate. And so our job in terms of personal enrichment is to tap into that gotcha. by doing self-inventory, okay. by having conversations of, and expounding on what is it that you really love to do. Yeah. What, what kind of dreams and visions did you have? You know, how do we get those dreams and visions to become a reality again? Yeah. Sometimes you just have to get people to tap back into what was, was there yeah because they've just kind of lost sight of it. It hasn't gone away. Mm -hmm. They just lost sight of it. And so it's not my job to articulate a vision for them. It, my job is to stir up the vision that they have within their own paradigm and then to help them with the building blocks to get to where they need to be. I, I tell you, I, I'm truly enjoying this conversation. and. Um, I know that you are as well, and I hope that you're picking up uh, some nuggets. I hope that you're picking up some best practices that you've heard shared. And what we're going to do right now, we're going to take an early commercial break because we want to come back. We, we, we haven't even gotten to uh, the essence of what this conversation is all about today. Uh, but uh, first of all, we want to thank our uh, sponsors particularly our show sponsor, SipsForYourCause.org. And again, Sip For Your Cause is an initiative at, that centers around bringing resources to nonprofit organizations. Again, with the ultimate desire to increase awareness, increase um, the sustainability and the funding, and ultimately the impact. So we appreciate Sip For Your Cause being a contributing uh, member and sponsor of the show, Let's Talk Nonprofits. And as you go into commercial break, you'll see the other advertisers that make this show possible. So we thank you, and we'll see you right after the break. Does your son need a more challenging, focused, and encouraging educational environment? Renaissance Christian Academy is an affordable private school for boys located in McDonough, Georgia with certified teachers that are uniquely equipped to help your son master learning. You're welcome to schedule a tour of our facilities by calling 770-305-9881 or by visiting our website at rcaboysacademy.org. Renaissance Christian Academy, developing young men to be great leaders through Christ-centered learning. What happens when soldiers come home? Brene Foundation offers hero support to ensure that our heroes abroad can continue to be heroes at home. We link veterans with organizations who are dedicated to guiding the transition from military hero to civilian hero. If you want to find out how you can support our troops at home, please contact the Brene Foundation or visit Brene.com.
Welcome back to Let's Talk Nonprofits. And again, we thank all of our advertisers and supporters and sponsors for their contributions that make this conversation possible. And we hope that you will support our sponsors by supporting their services and their products so that we can continue to bring you quality programming such as this. Right now, we're continuing our conversation with WDM Community Center and its nonprofit leader, um, Minister Willie Dean. And those of you who have been with us since the beginning, you've heard some great work going on. Well, we're going to continue that conversation. And uh, before we do, we would like to remind you, you can get in touch with the SIP for Your Cause organization at www.sipforyourcause.org. And again, we thank all of our advertisers and sponsors for the great work that they do to keep us on the air. We were talking about the services. Uh, Minister Dean had okay. just <coughs> finished talking about the personal enrichment component of services that they bring. But there are two other programs, and really three we'll get into, but I really want him to share with us what's the sister circle and uh, the brother basics. Share with us, what does it look like? Well, I do the best I can with sister circle. That, <laughs> that, that, is, the, that is the brainchild of my wife, okay. uh, and who is a woman, wonderful uh, woman of God. Okay. And sister circle uh, is a program of sisterhood. And it's, and it's basically, we use the same model, we use the same kind of principles again because uh, women as well as men have those same unique gifts that's only unique to them okay. that need a, another woman to kind of minister to them in, in that particular area. And so again, it is a program or a, 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 a meeting place where women can feel safe, where they can be transparent, where they can kind of let their hair down and fellowship and eat okay. and just talk about things, uh, you know, as it relates to, you know, motherhood, you know, uh, being okay. a wife, yeah. you know, uh, uh, being a daughter, uh, you know, being out here in the workforce, all those kinds of things again. And often women are, uh, a lot of times, are left to side because, you know, it's always about the man, but the women bring a unique perspective. Uh, and I, I'm just fortunate enough to have, you know, someone who's partnered with me because WDM Community Center would not be where it is today had it not been for my wife stepping in and walking alongside of me. So again, it is a way to also empower women, you know, to teach them how to be godly women. Yeah. You know, to be that that yes. that that Proverbs thirty-one woman, yes. uh, uh, and 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 to prepare them uh, for marriage, you know, for work, okay. for motherhood, okay. uh, and just to be able to address those intimate needs that's uniquely their own. Okay. That many times a man perspective it yeah. won't help, yeah, can't absolutely. won't work for that. Absolutely. And and as far as the brothers again, you know, uh, brother basic is a program that. I hope to get off the ground where we can start uh, uh, coming together as men again, because one of the one of the challenges that I see in today's uh, uh, communities is the breakdown of relationship. Yeah. I believe poverty, crime, drugs, etc. Those are those are byproducts of the absence of relationships, because I believe that when you and I are in relationship then not only are we going to look out for one another, but we're going to also look out for the community. Okay. And so we're expecting other people to come into our communities, our various communities, and do the things that we should be doing for ourselves. And as men, we are called to lead. As a man of God, my job is to lead. That is, that is first and foremost my calling, 
you know, uh, is to lead my family, you know, uh, in my household, to be a, a leader in my community, to be a leader in the lives of my children. And in a lot of ways, men have lost sight, and particularly men of color, because you can see uh, across the landscape in recent events things that has been happening to men of color and primarily African-American mm -hmm. men. Uh, but even at, in the same token, uh, we had to start uh, taking some responsibility for our behavior. And so Brother Basic is a way of getting men back on a godly track uh, and let them know that, you know, uh, you are a man of God, you were created in the image of God, and there are certain expectations and responsibility that comes with that role as yeah, a man. Very good. Thank you. I, I tell you, I, I love the titles of those programs and was curious to find out more about it. Um, I, I, I want to just put a pin right here. Uh, you keep hearing the reference to my wife and, and without her and, and how she's special in your life. Uh, well, we want to put a name to that. Uh, she goes by the name of Lady Joanne Dean. That's right. Lady Joanne Dean. So we're First lady now. All right, all right, all right. First lady Joanne Dean. And so we, we want you to know who he's referencing. Uh, he's very proud of her, as you can see, Absolutely. and very humble to be blessed with her. Yeah. So uh, we thank you yeah. for sharing her she, with she us. She makes me look good, believe it or not. I, hey. uh, you know, my name is just attached to everybody. <laughs> uh, she gets all the credit, and I, I, and I mean that sincerely. I she you. gets all the credit. She is there literally every day in the Okay. Uh, okay. And my job is to get out here and try to raise fun and network and shake hands and kiss okay. babies, uh, you know, to try to keep us going. But yeah. the uh, uh, she does the work. She's in the valley. She does Very the good. work. In yeah. fact, she's the executive director of official title. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, there's a great team that uh, WMD Center, Community Center has, a great team. Um, they, they're, they're doing great work, and we want to continue, but I, I want to ask uh, the long-term vision. Okay. What's, what's the long-term vision for WDM? Well, the long-term vision, uh, uh, we are recently, we are moving in terms of more toward pastoral uh, leadership kinds of things, and one of the things that I have envisioned long-term, uh, that WDM is going to have a vocational component. Okay. Uh, and in that vocational component, we believe sincerely that you have to, you know, provide the people, again, the resources, the hard and soft skills to make them marketable, to make them employable. And so we want to add a, a vocational component, uh, and we want everything to be under one roof, centrally located. Uh, we've kind of outgrown our space, but we're still there, uh, obviously, but we want to grow. Uh, and long term is to connect it to, a, uh, to our church, to a ministry where we can have everything, not just for uh, the, the membership that we believe in God that's going to send our way, but also, again, to the community. Okay. So I, I, I just believe in that some of the things that we used to do back in the day, so to speak, if we get back to doing some of those things in our community, I fully believe that we can start turning some of our communities around. If we put the, if we put the emphasis in the community, you know, if we start setting up shop in the communities and having things accessible for people in the community, providing those resources, we don't have to look outside of our own community to do what we can do for ourselves. Yeah. And so our long-term goal is to have everything centrally housed under one roof uh, with our ministry and our community center and still continue to do the work and serve more people. Okay. Uh, the bigger the space, 
the more people we can we can serve and take care of. Minister Dean, I, I tell you, this has been a wonderful conversation. I have been blessed by being just humbled and uh, privileged to carry this conversation with you and to learn about all the work going there in the Roosevelt uh, Park Community uh, Center. I, 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 before we leave, uh, I, I would like for you to share um, right now at this particular time and phase of the uh, work, you know, what are some of the challenges that you're facing? Well, like most nonprofits, and I, you know, I go around, I, I, I interface with a lot of nonprofit leaders, and, and as usual, the main thing is funding. Uh, we started this ministry literally out of pocket uh, okay. the first couple of years, uh, and we should say up until maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, we were we were funding it literally out of pocket uh, but i believe in all of that is that people will only support what you first support absolutely and so uh we took the position that you know we're going to invest our money into it to let people see that we are serious about what we believe god has called us to do and so uh we've done that uh and over the last couple of years you know donations have been down so funding is always uh, an issue, uh, but more important than that is to build relationships, but to build community relationships, to build relationships with local churches, to uh, to build relationships with small businesses, people we can partner with. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's it's not necessarily all about dollars and cents, but we need those resources. Yeah. You know, we need what other resources that other people have to uh, extend our way, but. Uh, finances is always a major thing. Uh, it's an uphill battle, but we do also believe that uh, as long as we continue to do the work, uh, uh, we really believe that when we help the least of these, that God honors what we do uh, and the resources come in. And so uh, we're going to keep doing the work, um, you know, on a limited budget, whatever the case may be, and, and, and hopefully. Uh, that you know people will see the work that we're doing because one of the things that I do believe also is that before I ask anyone for any donation I always like to invite them in I, I want you to come to Roosevelt Park community uh, and uh, in, in College Park I want you to see the work that we're doing because I believe that if when you come and see the work that is being done in the Roosevelt Park Apartment Community by Willie Ding Ministry Community Center, your life will never be the same. Okay. It's, it's something about seeing where your money is going and the impact that it has on people. We don't want you to just give money for the sake of feeling like you're giving it because, you know, it's, it's just easy. Yeah. That's easy to do. Yeah. But we really want you to come down there and see how your dollars are being spent. We want you to see the lives that's being impacted by your dollars, and we really want you to get involved. Okay. Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm going to mention, and, uh, and I tell you as I was researching this um, conversation today, you know, one thing I was impressed by was the fact that you actually have at least two that I could see, and I'm sure there are many more, but you have at least two of those who are being served working in the organization absolutely you know absolutely. and so uh you know so again when he talks about seeing where your money's going seeing what is happening there we i want to point out the fact that not only is he and his team of individuals and groups who've come in to service that community but the team includes those who are being served so i think that speaks volume and that that those who are being aided 
are also lending a hand to aid. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. keep the organization Absolutely. Yeah, because it's something about a person's self-worth yeah. that when you when when they can be productive, because yeah. uh, so much of our identity, men and women, is tied into what we do. Yeah. Uh, and so when people can be productive, when you can give people responsibility and, and, and they are vested in what they're doing uh, and they see the difference that the, the children are are coming home their grades we have a bunch of young scholars uh, and, and 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 that is the and that is one of the things if I could for a minute sure. uh, uh, e as it, even as bad as it's difficult it may be in that community uh, you know our kids we got some young scholars since we walked in that community uh, several years back who have consistently made the honor roll and it wasn't necessarily so much about us being there, but that just highlighted yeah. it a little more yeah. uh, because we believed in them. Yeah. And for a child, that's important. Yeah, very much so. That's important. A child wants some, an adult to believe in them. And if I could just speak um, to the teachers, to the other ministries out there, to the other leaders, it is very important that we believe in our children because when you believe in our children, that motivates them to succeed and to excel because now they know that somebody believes in them. Yeah. Well, I tell you, we could go on, I, I tell you, for uh, another hour to discuss all of the work that's going there. But we encourage you to go to the website, WillieDeanMinistries.org and visit them and see, find the location in College Park, go out and make arrangements to go out and visit and see what's going on. See how your organization can get involved, whether it's through volunteerism, and additionally, your funding. But we encourage you to go out, see what's going on, and we hope that you heard some uh, nuggets, again, best practices, one that I'm going to highlight before we leave here that I hope you picked up on. Uh, but before we leave, we will again like to thank you for being on the program. Thank with you for us. the opportunity. We yes. appreciate it so no, much. No, so we, much. We, we have uh, truly enjoyed hearing the great work. I, I tell you, I personally am encouraged every time I sit and hear the great work that's going out here. And, and, and that's the purpose of this show. It is to bring spotlights to those organizations that people haven't heard of, but are out there changing lives, guys. So I, I want to say this before you leave. The nugget that I want you to grab hold to and begin to figure out how you can apply to your nonprofit organization, if you didn't pick it up earlier when he said it, but he talked about developing relationships. And in fact, the only reason that the two of us are sitting here is, is, is a relationship that he had with uh, a couple of individuals, um, really one individual who I developed a relationship with, who introduced me to another person, right. and then it was ultimately another person right, right, that right, led into right, that. And, right. this, and so uh, I tell you the most vital aspect of any work, I don't care if it's business or nonprofit or whatever it is, it's relationships. That's so right. we ask that you please, if you've been working in isolation, guys, break down those silos. You've heard me say it before. Reach out, network. They will lead to other networks that will bring about some successes in your nonprofit arena. So again, we thank you for being on the show, thank uh, you Mr. Again. Willie Dean. And again, before we leave, we'd like to thank each of you for tuning in. Again, we ask that if you're interested in being on the show as a nonprofit, 
nonprofit leader, or if you're a guest expert with an expertise to help nonprofits to operate on a daily basis, whether it's financial or whether it's board governance or whatever it may be, we ask that you reach out to us at Let's Talk at bizlinks.tv and also if you're a thought leader in the industry and you would like to share those things that you have uh, we would like to consider you as well and and again if you're a philanthropist we'd like for you to come on so that you can share what drives you to give to a nonprofit organization so that they can better understand how they can position themselves to re receive those fundings so thank you again for joining us don't forget, you can see all of our shows that are located on our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com forward slash TV. You can also, eventually you will see all of our shows uh, that have been broadcast here also on the BizLinks TV network website at www.bizlinks.tv where you will find other shows out there with very good content about business and other uh, authorship. So again, we're proud of the network. We're proud of the vision of the executive director and executive producer, uh, R. Pamela Adams-Alexander for the great work she does in leading this network. And again, until next time, as they say at Sip For Your Calls, this sips for you.